I'm Matthew. I'm Marty. I'm Carlos. And we are the Heroes 3. Welcome to Heroes 3, our twice-monthly podcast where we talk about Asian cinema and just kind of discuss the very best and the very worst and everything in between. I'm excited because today we are talking about uh, The Magnificent Butcher from 1979. And uh, Marty, you're the one that suggested this, so can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is actually a pretty uh, smooth turn from our last film subject, Snake in the Eagle's Mm -hmm. Shadow, which kind of kicked off a huge boom of kung fu comedy and it was this uh really great collaboration of jackie chan and yuan wu ping they followed that up immediately with drunken master um and those two movies yeah sent sort of a shockwave through the hong kong movie industry and it actually leads yeah very smoothly into today's film uh magnificent butcher which features another really key uh yeah hong kong action figure uh, mm-hmm. someone who was very close to jackie uh mr samuel hung and this film is also directed by yuan wu ping uh and it's in the it's part of the sort of a uh, wong fei hung film mythology which is such a critical part of uh you know hong kong the hong kong movie tradition so uh, thought it was such a great idea to like dive into that and to get a little taste of Samo and the third member of the kind of esteemed trio, Mr. Yun Biu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Wong Wong Fei Hung is like a Chinese folk hero, right? Like he's like a, a legendary like kung fu master. Kind right, of guy. And he supposedly did actually exist. There's uh, there's sort of scant historical information. Uh, mm-hmm on Wong Fei Hung himself. But what's interesting is most of what we know about Wong Fei Hung, we know from the protagonist of this film, Lam Sai Wing, um, who was uh, apparently one of Wong Fei Hung's students and was one of the early practitioners of Hong Gar, which was Wong Fei Hung's Kung Fu style. And uh, yeah, Lam Sai Wing was a huge influence on both the sort of Hungar Kung Fu and also the early martial arts films. The really old black and white movies uh, would actually consult uh, Lam Tsai Wing and his students for uh, kind of advice on the martial arts choreography. And uh, Raymond Chow, the head of Golden Harvest, he studied under a student of Lam Tsai Wing. And so it's really interesting because it seems both legendary, but it's Mm -hmm. rooted in something historical. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really not that far back, too. It's like the... Like, it seems so, you know, ancient and, and medieval, but it's really only, like, what, the early 1800s, yeah, right? Like, yeah. it's not, it's not yeah. that long yeah, ago. Yeah, I think uh, Lam Tsai Wing died in uh, 1942. Like, 42, uh, wow. yeah. Oh, wow, even more recent than I thought. Yeah. So, uh, Carlos, do you have any background with this movie? Um, I I remember seeing parts of it. I never watched it fully, but it's great to go back to these and see the connective tissue that I never realized existed back then. Like mm-hmm. I had no right. idea that, you know, Wong Fei Hung and Lam Sai Wing, like these dudes are all homies, all these different movies <laughs> yeah, that you see. Right. And these guys were, you know, these were the legendary people that sprouted all of this uh, style and 
in mm. these movies. It's great. And it seems like Young Wu Ping is everywhere, especially in this this era. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, he was definitely, a, I mean, both, you know, he and Jackie and kind of everyone involved in those first two giant hits were would be busy for for a long time. But it's uh, it's kind of interesting that uh, Yuan Wuping went to work kind of staying in the Wong Fei-Hung sort of mythology. What was really exciting about this film is it actually brought back the legendary actor most associated with Wong Fei-Hung, mm-hmm. Mr. Kwon Tak Hing, who actually oh, cool. is a record holder for portraying a character in the most amount of films. Uh, there were huh. over 77 films in total uh, oh, wow. in the old black and white uh, Wong Fei-Hung uh, say and he, he played one Fei Hung in all of them. Yeah, and he played, yeah. played him in in all of them, and ended up becoming kind of a legendary figure in his own right, largely associated mm-hmm. with that character. You know, Wong Fei Hung was known uh, for being almost this Confucius-like figure. Uh, you know, a master at Kung Fu, but also very wise and uh, of a high kind of moral character and an exceptional um sort of a doctor and healer in Chinese medicine. So Kwan Ta King was responsible for opening these uh, Pochi Lam start. Pochi Lam is the school and clinic that Wong Fei Hung uh, taught, mm. and it's featured here in this movie as well. Um, mm. But they, there's apparently a small chain of uh, Chinese medicine stores like named Pochi Lam that Kwan Ta King was uh, responsible for. And actually... Um, for all of his work with uh, public health, he ended up receiving uh, an MBE. That's uh, like an order from the British Empire. Uh, oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah, that was in, I think, 1983. Um, you know, during that time, Hong Kong was still uh, technically a part of the British Man, Empire. So he, yeah, so wow. So he lived to be really old then because he's definitely not young in this and yeah no this was uh you know he, he didn't have a lot of film appearances later in life this is a mm-hmm. really notable one and then there's uh, a subsequent film uh where he again plays wong fei hong again directed by yuan Ping, and uh yuan biu is the is the star that's another great movie mm-hmm. um and then uh he had a couple of little cameos i think very late in life i believe he died in the early 90s kwanta king wow um, but yeah legendary figure um and yeah uh, so i mean i think him appearing in this in this movie would have been a really big deal if if you uh look at the original poster for the theatrical release of this movie uh, front and center is uh, oh wow! Is, I just I just realized what that's a picture of. Yeah, that's Quanta uh, King with the, the calligraphy brush in his mouth. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, we'll definitely get to that. Scene. So, uh, that's such a so cool yeah, scene. that was that was a big a big thing, and uh, we'll end up hearing the uh, the sort of Wong Fei Hong theme. It's uh, and that's that's famous. You'll hear it in almost any movie that features Wong Fei Hong, even Once Upon a Time in China or the Drunken Master mm. movies, um, and it's. Uh, it's basically this uh, this uh, folk song that's that's called "Under the General's Orders." That's that piece of music is, from what I understand, like instantly recognizable kind of across 
Asia. So gotcha. yeah, cool. interesting, interesting figure here. Although he's kind of more of a supporting character in this. In yeah, this movie. I was say, he's definitely for as for as much of a background as as you say. He's definitely he's not, and he literally at one point in the movie leaves the movie until right. the very <laughs> he, end. Yeah, he sort of leaves so that the kids can kind of get up get up to trouble and stuff. Yeah. I kind of feel like if he stuck around, the movie wouldn't have lasted as long. So they were like, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Maybe let's get this guy out of here so we can have more yeah. action. He just wouldn't. Mm-hmm. He'd defeat everyone. <laughs> so I say the, the his biggest scene in the movie is literally destroying the main protect or the main antagonist yeah. right. without like barely trying. It's God, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the but among the kids is uh, another one of the few Hong Kong people that I recognize with my my limited knowledge, and that's Sammo Hung. Sammo Hung plays the also legendary Lam Sai Wing, but he's pretty much called Butcher Wing throughout the entire movie. Right, right. And apparently, uh, yeah, Lam Sai Wing, I think, meant like pork butcher. Oh, uh, that, oh that's like so, he, it so it's literally yeah. just Butcher Wing. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And he, uh, Sammo Hung, I recognized him because I remember in whenever I was a kid watching uh, so martial, martial law. law. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Our looks can kill. LAPD. He's the top top in China. This fall, the beauty and the best will hit the streets of L.A. And for the bad guys, it won't be happily ever after. Well, let me point you in the direction of jail. The new action series, Martial Law, Saturday, CBS, this fall. <laughs> oh gosh, I, that's one of those I've I've seen clips of it more recent. Like, oh my god, this is horrible. Was it, Arsenio it's Hall was so, in it? Wasn't he? Oh, is he? <laughs> he? I think he's like the support on that show. Oh wow! I, <laughs> I mean, it's I was, pretty amazing it was, that Samuel so Samo got it. his own show. Uh, it is. It's so crazy in America, especially because that was you know twenty years after <laughs> you know, this. But it was nuts seeing him here because he's so young and so like baby faced in this right. in this movie. Uh, but and I I remember watching that show and loving it as a kid. Of course, it's super duper cheesy, but he's still incredible with the the moves um, even then. But in this movie, it starts off at the very very beginning of the movie. It jumps right in with him being the butcher. He's carrying like these little like uh, pig. Uh, I don't like know. pig what, trotters what i think they call pig them? trotters that's yeah. right that's right trotters and he comes up to like another butcher play oh so i didn't quite get it because the other butcher is like he's introduced at the very beginning and he's almost not in the rest yeah of the we movie. don't really see lam sai wing being a butcher no uh, yeah. it's just kind of this opening uh it's almost kind of like a lip service or something this opening scene so it's he like just, oh yeah, yeah no like, we know he's a butcher in. yeah with the with the pigs on his arms and i gotta <laughs> say my wife was with me and <laughs> and she was immediately disgusted by this movie because of the dead pigs <laughs> flapping around. That's that's there's a lot of dead pigs flapping around. Yeah, a lot of rough <laughs> rough animal flesh, unfortunately. A lot of a lot of animal butchery too, because there's a little bit later where there's another uh, similar situation. <laughs> we have some drunken uh, drunken chickens. So. But this is kind of yeah. a cool scene because Lam Sai Wing comes in and uh, he actually slips on a banana peel that's <laughs> banana tossed peel at him and. Yeah. Then there's a little a very bit of a back and movie. yeah yeah yeah. Silly. There's a back and forth between him and the other butcher and how he's gonna outsmart him to get his own pigs back. And, I thought and that was one thing funny. that's interesting, I, I love that uh, that actor that plays the butcher. Um, mm-hmm. What's really oh, we should also say some important backstory for this movie. Uh, it was like the other uh, 
like the other films we were talking about, it was going to feature Yun Siu Chen, uh, Simon Yun, yeah. as mm-hmm. So Hot Ye, Beggar So. And they actually started production. There were some uh, promotional photos with Yun Woping, Sammo Hung, and Yun Siu Chen, and he actually passed away uh, mm-hmm. in the early stages of production. So they sort mm-hmm. of had to stop everything and mm-hmm. reshuffle. Um, so they brought in uh, Wong Jing to sort of rewrite the script uh and mm. he kind of came to fame a little bit later for these really madcap zany comedies a lot of early uh, Stephen chow hits or wong jing movies um but th- what they basically took the cast and crew that they had and they sort of remixed everything so uh the actor that's playing the butcher in this opening scene originally played lam sai wing's brother oh um, oh really and then uh the uh the villain of the piece played by Lei Hoi San, uh, it was still Lei Hoi San, but it was a much like goofier character. So it was like mm-hmm. a whole, who knows what that original uh, story was going to be, but they, uh, they really changed quite a lot. And I kind of think the death of Simon Yuan sort of hangs over this movie. There's, there is like a real drama to this film and sense of death and loss. And I don't know, I kind of think that that's probably colored by those real events. It, it was interesting. I mean, we're definitely going to go into the rest of the movie, but yeah, the the tone of the movie is kind of back and forth. Like, you know, there's a lot of comedy oh, yeah. and stuff, but then there's a lot yeah. of like straight up serious. Like, wow, oh, yeah, what's no, ha- so I didn't realize this we'll was going to happen. In particular, a yeah. Later. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, uh, but in this very beginning scene, he uh, the the other butcher tricks butcher wing into leaving his trotters there. And says that he'll give him back if he calls him in the dub. He says, call him father, father. I think. But in the sub, it says, call him master. Right. So that's kind of a weird because those two have very different connotations. <laughs> but he uh, but he kind of he comes back up and calls him master or whatever and gets his two trotters back. And then he calls him master again and then grabs two more trotters <laughs> right. that he didn't bring in. And the logic the is, like, hey, is solid. Stole trotters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then we cut over to uh, two men playing chess or some kind of chess game. And I actually I recognize one of the guys from Snake and the Eagle Shadow. Right. Yeah. Uh, the guy that get, event gets beaten up in just a second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a funking man. But they get in like a little scuffle saying that one of them cheated and the other one didn't. And uh, but then Butcher Wing comes up and thinks that it's a lot more serious because He's saying that he stole a piece of from the chess set, and then put so yeah, he's sort of ready to be a hero without like getting the full story, which is right. kind of a recurring uh, theme in the movie, I think. And I think that probably the most the, the best recurring theme, in my opinion, in the movie is that uh, Wong Fei Hong is so incredible of a kung fu master that everyone that studies under him, no matter how bumbling is just better at kung fu than everyone else <laughs> no matter it, as long as they as long as they trained under someone other than wong fei hung he, he's still better than them yeah um but he he, he beats up the old guy oh man and, he really beats him and like yeah. it's bad and yeah. even the guy that that says that he was stealing from walks up and it's like hey calm down man yeah, <laughs> he's right. just stealing yeah he's like uh, it was just but, a chess and then yeah when samuel realized what it was it was just a chess piece and then the guy that had been complaining is like yeah it wasn't even a very good one right um, yeah, yeah it wasn't even a good chess piece <laughs> and now, uh, and wing uh, looks so happy when he's punching that guy too it's yeah, messed up he d- yeah he definitely <laughs> feels like he's in the in the right uh, yeah, apparently there was a deleted scene uh i think it might have been i don't know if it was ever in the uh 
theatrical version or not. But uh, after that, Lam Sai Wing took the guy he beat up back to Po Chi Lam and tries to um, help like heal him, and of course screws that up too. Oh. And that would <laughs> and that would have been where we first meet Wong Fei Hung because he would step in and actually help help. And actually oh, help okay, him. okay, okay. But um, in the final cut, next after after he says he's gonna help out the the old man that he beats up. We cut to a different uh, kung fu school where uh, we are introduced to Master Cow, and uh, he is who's just this, amazing. Who's this played by uh, Lei Hoi San. Lei Hoi San. Lei Hoi San. And it's oh, the man, Five Dragons School. Yeah. Yes, it's called the Five Dragons School, and like as he's doing the different his different. Um, I keep wanting to say Japanese things. I keep wanting to say katas, but that's not <laughs> that's not what it is. But he's doing the different like poses and you know moves like the different and forms, stuff. Yeah, the different yeah, forms. different forms, and he's saying names of like planets, saying oh, like yeah. you know Jupiter and Earth and things like that. It's the cosmic and, palm. Yeah, and then and then he does the cosmic palm, and everyone says, "Oh, you're the best at the cosmic palm ever." And after he finishes, then his son Tai Hoi comes in. Tai Hoi. He isn't. He's not like the. He's not the final boss of the movie, but he's definitely probably the main. He's I definitely think, the, the antagonist, antagonist like with a capital mm-hmm. A. Yeah. He's kind of like, yeah. He's sort of the source of most of the frustration. Actually, he's the like, old man yeah. that gets beat up kind of starts the first misunderstanding. But then, yes. yeah, this character, um, who we saw Bye in boy. Snake in the Eagle's Shadow in the opening scene, yes, yes. Carl, the very very Carl beginning of it. it. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah he, he plays here this, yeah, uh, kind of a character he's maybe more known for, which is kind of this slimy, despicable type. Mm-hmm. Man, he's good and at he, that. And he does it well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His, but the son, but initially you kind of feel bad for him because Master Cow criticizes him, saying that he just went off and blew all of his money and he's right. good for nothing. Um, and then a woman comes in, which is at first when I watched this movie, I was like, oh, hey, there's actually a woman in this movie because <laughs> Snake in the Eagle's Shadow is beware. Is, it's, a ma- it's a man. Yeah. Fest. Yeah. yeah. I'm imagining there's not a lot of strong female characters in too many old Kung Fu movies. So it's funny. There <laughs> are, it's a weird thing. Um, yeah. I think there's, there's a lot of stuff that's super like boy centric, but they're also, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a tradition going back for a long time in Hong Kong cinema. There are a lot of incredibly strong willed and great, you know, great fighter uh, women, but yeah, that's not really what we have. We have in that's this not what we have in this movie. Um, <laughs> But his, uh, it turns out to be Master Cow's goddaughter. So it's like, not, it's not actually his, it's not actually Tai Hui's sister, but right. it kind of is, um, which that gets weird later. Right. Um, and, um, and he's just kind of staring her down. And then the old man that got beat up by Butcher Wing earlier comes in, talks to Master Cow, and <laughs> says that, and uh, this, this is my favorite thing. Uh, he says, that he, uh, the old man says that Butcher Wings said that he could beat up anyone at the <laughs> Five Dragon School he just, and said that it should be called the Five Cowards School. Yeah, that's my favorite part. Yeah, he just <laughs> totally throws him under the bus. He totally mm-hmm. starts all this stuff. Like, he just got punched yeah. a couple of times. I mean, he got punched really hard, but really? Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to start a war over this? <laughs> yeah, if you were like a team of detectives, like in the remnants of what happens by the end of the movie, yeah, you would eventually realize like, oh, this was the incident that kind of started it yeah. all. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned detectives, and I feel like there's a lot of like crime drama parallels in this movie. Like, yeah. Even though it's Hong Kong action, like there's a lot of, you know, like hustling and there's a lot of like 
murder and lie like all this stuff like it's more in common with a mafia movie than a like a kung fu movie yeah i think that's so true i mean it has tinges of so many different yeah it's uh, almost like kind of it's almost like gangs fighting yeah. against each other in a way more than just the schools mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then uh in in reaction to this uh master cow then goes to wong fei hung's school and you see Wang Fei-hun like doing some stretches. And again, if I'm in my 70s and I'm even half as in good of shape as this guy is, then dude can yeah, stretch all fine. the way. Like it he is just amazing. he can put his legs Bends like all the his way in half. Head to his yeah, he can bend his head down to his feet. It's incredible. It's messed up. <laughs> 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 and I love um, his looks too. His features are very yeah distinct. Mm-hmm. He kind of looks like a vampire. Yeah, they're really sort of uh, (laughs) penetrating. The other interesting Mm. thing is the old black and white movies were shot with sync sound, uh, Mm. which is sort of weird. It kind of, it's sort of maybe backwards from what you would think. So uh, people actually were familiar with Quanta King's real voice. So he actually is performing on the Cantonese dub, uh, which was not always the case. Uh, A lot of times even, you know, the stars aren't really uh, performing their own uh, vocals. But yeah, that's Quanta King's voice as well. Uh, he's going to be doubled quite heavily in the next sequence, and um, the person yeah. who's doing the doubling is uh, Yun Chung Yan, the uh, next in line brother after uh, Yun Wuping, the second oh, okay. second oldest brother. Yeah. Yeah. So in the next scene, uh, Master Cao shows up with his group of super villains and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically challenges Wang. And uh, my favorite. Right out the gate is Wong Fei Hung sitting at his <laughs> yeah. table, oh, yeah. the calligraphy table, and Master Kao just kicks the chair out of him, but he doesn't even flinch. He's still <laughs> yeah, just like, amazing. oh, I'm sorry, my chair is broken. <laughs> huh? I'm afraid that the chair is broken. My apologies. Yeah, so, <laughs> so good. Awesome. He's so charming. So good. Well, and then one thing of the uh, a- added context to that apparently is like in the Hungar style, um, horse stance is like a big part of the training, like mm-hmm. s- basically standing in this horse stance. So it's apparently kind of a joke towards that too, that it's like, oh, he's so capable at his horse stance that you <laughs> can kick his chair away and he yeah, and he flinch. just and he just does it anyway. <laughs> Even if you're he's not, he's just his resting <laughs> form is just in that stance. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I have in my notes they have a calligraphy fight. Oh man, uh, this boy is, do they! This ever. is such an this is it's such an incredible amazing. scene because Wang Fei Hung's in front of this Wang Fei Hung's in front of this big table that has and he has like the calligraphy pen that's kind of like a paintbrush, and he's doing you know different uh, character like Chinese characters with it, and then Master Cal comes up and grabs it himself and. Uh, starts basically trying to like stab at Wong Fei Hung with the the pen and he's like blocking it with the pen. And it, this this whole scene is just an incredible scene of them like writing on each other and or trying to write on each other. And the whole time while they're going back and forth, Wong Fei Hung is writing on the paper right. still, even while Master Cow's trying to stop him. And he's like using Master Cow's hand to do it sometimes. Right. And, and he he'll, yeah, it's great. there's one point where Master Cow is like 
um, he gets his fingers in the ink and he's trying to like blot out the paper. And Wong Fei Hung uses all of those in the calligraphy. Yeah, he says, he, <laughs> Master Kao says, I ruined your your calligraphy. And he's like, I'm not done yet. And then he just uses his <laughs> fingerprints. He, just, he uses the dots it. to finish the character. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah. And then the, the, the coolest part at the very, very end of the fight, whenever, and this is what I was saying I didn't realize was on the poster is um master cow basically gets on top of wong fei hung and uh like is bending him over backwards right and and wong fei hung puts the pen inside of his mouth and finishes the the thing he was writing yeah with his mouth while <laughs> being bent over the the table at one point, he writes something onto Master Cow's head, and Marty, you said you you looked up what the what he what he's actually writing, right? Yeah. So the uh, he finishes the the scroll um, and shows it to Master Cow, and what that says when it's all finished is a, a good man has no enemies, which is perfect Wong Fei Hung uh, peacefulness. Uh, but then on Master Cow's uh, face, he ends up writing surrender. So about that then, or, sorry, on his forehead, yeah. on, right? He marks it on his forehead. So then he smacks his own head and looks at his hand. So right, and he looks at his hand and then he reads it and says, he "Surrender." <laughs> so did he write it backwards? Because wouldn't yeah, that was that's what Ooh, I was thinking. That's wonder good... if he wrote it backwards <laughs> right? so that whenever he smacked it and looked down, that would be that. That's incredible. That's oh, so wow. good. <laughs> and I, I also really like. I really like anytime uh, Master Cow's using Cosmic Palm. If he uh-huh. sm- hits something, you see a perfect, like, cartoon-like hand <laughs> shape. Like, if he smashes right. through the table, yeah, you just totally. see, like, a perfect, like, hand Yeah, print. like it's the so red awesome. imprint on their skin yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah, on the skin, but even on the table. Like, you'll see a hole, oh, right, and it's just right. a hand-shaped hole in the table. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's great. Then after that whole scene, uh, then... Master Cal basically comes in to say what he was originally saying, which was one of Wong Fei Hung's students were causing trouble. And then it goes, <laughs> I love this part. Yeah, too. Sam it plays goes, this piece so, it's well. so good. It goes, it goes around different close-ups saying like, was it you? Was it you? And then it goes into Samo's face and he has just this, just dumb, just straight face. I love it. Anyone. I love it. That blank expression uh, he has when he gets busted out is so yeah. good. Yeah. I definitely would definitely put a, a gif of that on the article. Uh, <laughs> Marty, actually, the... um, I wanted to ask you, do you know how he got the scar on his upper lip? Yeah, apparently it was a fight when he was uh, growing up and it was a Coca-Cola bottle. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's apparently the unique uh, like yeah, shape of a Coca-Cola bottle. And it's yeah, horrible spot that he that he got hit and it's like kind of between the nose and the lip and the mm-hmm. cheek um mm. but yeah it's a really signature scar there's there's one or two movies where they try to kind of incorporate it into the character uh dragons forever which is another mm-hmm. trio movie with jackie samo and Yunbyo. uh they they kind of create a backstory for the the scar but yeah it's a really uh you, you can't miss it in the close-ups especially cool thank mm-hmm. you i didn't know yeah totally then the um, then for a punishment, uh, and that actually this is going back to the, you said the horse style, like the horse stance. Butcher Wing's punishment is to ba- basically bounce these two pots on his forearms while squatting on top of two pots, and he has a rope in his mouth that's holding <laughs> right. on to another pot. That's so rough. he can't uh, and talk. He's just this, <laughs> yeah, that's so he can't rough. talk. He's in this really weird position. I wonder how long he was supposed to hold that. 
I guess. I guess until Wong Fei Hung got tired. Yeah. Yeah. So then, that, that's, um, yeah, the joke coming up is yeah, pretty. The, the <laughs> pretty first crude. of the first of many scatological humor in this <laughs> <Right>. movie, um, <laughs> where um, a blind man walks in, asks to use the restroom, and one of the other students points him in the direction. But then he gets turned around and, of course, finds the pot that Butcher Wing's holding in his mouth and starts peeing in it. And Butcher Wing freaks out and then eventually drops it. It shatters and it has a great freeze frame. <laughs> there's such a good freeze frame on that. You got to love when it's there's so a freeze good. frame like 15 minutes into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so then then we find the, um, the magistrate's fat kid from Snake in the Eagle Shadow. Yeah, right? we get to see Francis again. Well, yeah. We... <laughs> Actually, I think I think I have that in my notes. We see Francis. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's so yeah, great. Same uh, guy played uh, Chang Cam uh, or Cam is the the actor. And he throws maybe a couple punches in Snake in the Eagle Shadow, but he was actually apparently a pretty strong stunt performer himself, and he really, uh, he really throws down in this movie. Yeah, yeah, he actually, he actually does like he doesn't go quite as hard as Samo does, but he definitely right. he shows that he's very capable. In yeah, this he, too. he seems to be. He's usually like fighting from passion, and it's not as though he was like trained in a kung fu school or something. Yeah, but... which I really, I really like that. Yeah, yeah, that's well put. And and when he takes hits too, you can see that he does some good flips and stuff out of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's got some really good reactions. Uh but he's walking in with uh with his wife, uh Yuet May or May May. I heard it in the sub it was it said May May, but Yuet sure, May sure. is how they said it. I don't know. But they uh he's walking around with uh, again, it's weird how somewhat recent this is even though it seems so far away. He has a photograph of uh his brother whenever he was a kid. And he's looking around for his long lost brother. Yeah, and it's who, of a real photo of uh, yeah. Sammo. And, it's great. Oh, it really? I was about to say, yeah. I, I wondered if it was because it definitely looked like Sammo. Uh, he's looking around, and that's where we see uh, Master Cow's son again, Tai Hoi, who walks up and says, like, Oh, yeah, I know your brother totally, because he's trying to get with Man. Uh, his, right. his wife. This dude is uh, the worst. And, and this is whenever you stop feeling bad for him. Yeah. Because you kind of feel bad for him at first, and then you're like, "Oh no, you're you're actually just yeah." It's sort of guy. like you didn't have the full story because I think Master Kyle was saying like, "Oh yeah, you gambled away all your money," and and by this point in the movie, it's like, "Oh, he probably did do that." Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh yeah, no, he's he's a bad guy," and so he brings him to the Five Dragon School and just shows him just some guy who yeah. has like these like fake freckles, the freckles. on his face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm totally. That's exactly me." And how can uh, you? How can I don't know how how can you not recognize your brother? Yeah, <laughs> how can, I don't know. Um, yeah, but he says, but he says that plot the plot point the, the yeah. movie kind of hinges. On uh, but he says that his um, the nickname for uh, Butcher Wing as a kid was Skinny Pig, which yeah. is uh, again appropriate since you said you said Lamb Sai Wing. Lamb means like pork or something like that, mm. right? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I think Lam Sai Wing means like pork butcher. Gotcha. Por- sorry, so pork makes butcher sense. wing. Yeah, which makes sense then that he would be called Skinny Pig. So then he he says that he's totally Skinny Pig, which of course, uh, and then he says, "Well, if you're Skinny Pig, then what was my nickname?" He said, "Oh, well, I was Skinny Pig. You're Fat Pig." <laughs> <laughs> What's my nickname then? Uh, I'm Skinny Pig. You're Fat Pig. <laughs> you're wrong. Uh, I know you're not Fat Pig. You're Dumb Pig. Uh, you're wrong again. The two of you are lying to us. You're at me. Let's go. Mm-hmm. 
But then they try to leave, and then that's whenever the people turn and then kidnap uh, May. And uh, and this is another time when you see uh, why well, can't remember the actor's name. Uh, which character? John Com is that John Com? John Com. Yeah, yeah. John Com. Um, the Francis. I don't want to call him Francis. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that's. Um, but you see him. Uh, he does a little bit in this in this scene while they're like trying to while they're kidnapping his his wife. Yeah, and it's like Marty says, the emotion that he exerts in this scene is really heart wrenching. You know, thinking mm-hmm. that his wife is getting stolen from him and he can't mm-hmm. do anything about it. But I also do like how they kick him out of the uh do i mean dojo you know the the five dragon school school, like man they straight up kick him out of the he flies out of the place and they close the doors on him that's messed up yeah (laughs) Yeah. so then and then that's the whole kind of whiplash emotions of this movie have you know person's wife getting kidnapped cut back to uh people training at wong fei hung school and then uh like the students are complaining about doing the exercises and then uh butcher wing puts on eh, it's funny in the dub he puts on like this irish brogue uh trying to pretend oh, I to forgot be about that. uh long fei hug all right as punishment he'll buy a wing a big meal oh buy him a meal which at that and that the dub that i listened to i found out later was it was a british dub which makes sense given the people's voices yeah and you can hear um, it's a little more obvious in some scenes later it's like whoa mm-hmm. it's like straight up british uh, accents yeah. all up in this um, but he's pretending to be Wong Fei Hong and does an impersonation and then it's the whole he's doing the impersonation the people are laughing and then he keeps doing it whenever Wong Fei Hung is right behind him but he still keeps doing it um, then he gets all embarrassed and that's whenever we find out that Wong Fei Hung's gonna just kind of leave the movie for a while right yeah he's gonna visit uh, his friend <laughs> yeah he has he has an awesome scene and then and then it's just kind of gone for a while so I'm really glad that you said that he plays this character in a lot of movies movies because he definitely seemed really well developed given that he's in you know five minutes of this movie yeah and i think i think the whole idea with this film was to really showcase uh the lam sai wing character and to really make Mm -hmm. him front and center which was a relatively kind of unique idea so uh which makes sense given the name magnificent butcher yeah and it's a great vehicle for sammo too because the real life lam sai wing was known to be kind of a bulkier guy you know bulky but very powerful Mm -hmm. um this is just it's such a treat getting to see sammo in some of these sequences uh there's no one who tries as hard and gives their all uh like sammo um just scene after scene he's just incredible and there's something it's almost like a special effect seeing sammo fly around yeah he's great he his posing and you know, uh, just the strength behind his attacks, it looks so great. I, I love watching him in any action movie that he's in. Then Whiplash back again, we see uh, um, Kao Tai Hoi, the, the guy that kidnapped the other guy's wife, yeah. um, just kind of walking along. And then the husband jumps out and just starts beating him with a stick. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Butcher Wing comes in and beats up the husband because he looks like right. the aggressor. Who is his biological his, who brother? Who is his yeah. brother. Yeah, who it's is like, his brother, as we find out later. And, like, growing up, I mean, and any set of brothers is going to encounter, they're going to get in fights with each other, right? So wouldn't, wouldn't you think, all right, I'm going to punch my brother or something. Oh, wait, this is my brother, you know, and he still doesn't recognize him? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, that. it kind of, it, it just seems like how 
how far apart would they have to be to like how long ago would they have to have not seen each other for them to completely not recognize yeah, each other yeah 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 i mean it almost seems like they were maybe trying to set up a joke of you know that he was called skinny pig and everything mm-hmm. um maybe trying to establish that oh maybe he was oh he used when to he was like skinner or then... something but gotcha. I don't know. It's not quite. They don't quite sell that. I don't think. Yeah, and, and I'm, I mean, I've I've known people who were really skinny and then got bigger as they got older, but they still look the same. They just you know. I, I'm one of those people. Them. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've all I've always been overweight, so <laughs> I look I look the same. Um, so uh, he he breaks up the fight and um, Cal Taihoi being a scummy scumbag offers him a drink to kind of thank him. And then this is whenever we're introduced to the Beggar So character. Yeah, it's really interesting in this movie. They, uh, I didn't realize that, but uh, I was brushing up on the uh, Bay Logan's great commentary on the old Hong Kong Legends DVD. And he said mm. uh, they chose actually not to refer to him by name. So... Even though it's clearly the so hot e character, the beggar so character, they never actually uh, call him that. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. There's a little interesting note at the very end when Quan Ta King comes back, when Wang Fei Hung comes back, he says, "Oh, I haven't seen yeah. you in a long time," or something like that. Uh, I did so notice I think that. They're trying yeah. to establish that they that they knew each other. Um, yeah, and that he did he did train under uh, Wang Fei Hung at some point. And this is this is the character you said was going to be played by Simon Young, who unfortunately died just before production began. And right, um, and who is the who's the actor that replaced him? So the actor that has replaced uh, the actor that replaced him was a uh, Fan Mei Sheng, and Fan Mei Sheng. great great actor. And it sounds like he's mm-hmm. also a pretty colorful character in uh, yep. real life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, often plays sort of more humorous uh kind of side character but uh he had some martial arts training apparently but he's he's pretty heavily doubled throughout the movie yeah, so mm-hmm. you can definitely tell that he's pretty doubled in this you know i'm movie. not sure who's doing the doubling here i actually shot out a uh shot a message out to bay logan at asking i ha- haven't heard back but um you know, when it was Simon, it was usually either Brandy Yun or one of the other brothers. Um, but whoever's doing it looks like they're kind of a little bit uh, a little bit heftier themselves. So I'm mm-hmm. not, yeah, I'm not sure who it is. But there's some yeah. incredible work, and very well could be Brandy Yun again. But which would make sense since that's he's playing the character that Simon Young was going to be playing. Yeah. So um, yeah, and then totally. when they introduce him right here, he's trying to steal some chickens, which is pretty yeah. funny and he gets yeah, it tri- no, they definitely they play up the they play up the him being a, a drunkard and kind of a, a, a basically homeless uh <laughs> right. a lot more in this movie than they did in snake and the eagle shadow even though it's a very similar character in a lot of other ways right it's a lot it's a lot sillier in this movie for sure yeah yeah he he gets the chicken drunk to capture the chicken <laughs> yeah Poor yeah chicken yeah he gets he has all this um he has all this uh uh wine and all of his uh, there's a name for those containers like the gourd looking containers yeah it's like a gourd. And he like mixes he mixes the feed with the wine and then gives the chicken it. and you see you see a drunk right. chicken which that's definitely going to be a gif as well <laughs> that yeah we're unfortunately this, this uh, i think we're two for two around. for uh, animal cruelty oh man yeah it's bad <laughs> yeah and that was and that was the other thing i was thinking too was i have a bad feeling that is actually a drunk chicken yeah yeah, it's hard. Uh, it does seem like the chicken is still 
uh, alive at least in the last yeah. <laughs> shot. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> He's stumbling yeah, pretty it's... bad. <laughs> and also, there's some incredible '70s music that plays while this chicken is getting drunk. Like... Yeah, what's it's cool is it seems like it's a twist on the Wong Fei Hung theme, but it yeah, it has some like funky guitars and stuff. Mm. Uh, really cool. Yeah, the music definitely doesn't stand out as much in this movie as it did in the previous one, but this movie also doesn't steal music from other stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. well, it does. It does steal Popeye the Sailor Man at one point. Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's when right. the, when oh, the So Hot Yi type character finally gets his uh, yeah. His spinach, which is, of course, Mm. uh, liquor. Yep. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Um, Then Whiplash emotionally again, we run into the husband character who's trying to kill himself. (laughs) Just back and forth with the movie. First you get drunken chickens, and then you get a person trying to hang themselves. Yeah, it's a real hard right to the next scene. (laughs) (laughs) So then uh, the uh, beggar so sees him and does all this like comical like, oh, well, you're not going to need this stuff in a second. Right. And he like is like taking his money and saying like he's going to take his shirt and stuff. It's kind of not clear if he's trying to misdirect him so he doesn't right. do that or mm-hmm. if he just is really trying to uh, yeah. get something out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, yeah. Hopefully we can give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, after seeing kind of everything that he goes through, he does seem like he's kind of interested in injustice, even if it's sort of in a twisted, twisted way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, there's another another whiplashy moment where he, uh, he he says he's the husband says he's choking and he like gets him to spit off to like a, a stove and then like comically <laughs> the fire blows up in his face yeah and it's we, like he was trying to kill himself so i gonna go <laughs> yeah it's pretty nuts um, and then they eat the chicken <laughs> we cut to this delicious shot of of the chicken all cooked up and everything i feel like that's probably the same chicken i don't know man <laughs> I, I, yeah, I hope they yeah, got at chicken least in like the, the world of this movie it's the same it's yeah in the world of this movie it's definitely the same chicken <laughs> hoping i hope in the real world it was uh, you know the other chicken went into a nice chicken retirement for a while yeah right um this is the part where he just passes out in front of him from drinking too much stuff after like showing off his his kung fu oh yeah and he's like he's like stepping on the ceramic uh jugs yeah the, the jugs really yeah really cool yeah. uh yeah, footwork there. And then uh, we cut to the next day, and um, Beggarso goes into a wine shop, and even more silly sound effects follow. There's a lot <laughs> of silly sound effects in this movie. Yeah, we get some uh, muted trumpet now. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. no, go. Because yeah, he can, he can only afford like the smallest, like the thimble tiny, worth. tiny. But they have these almost little... like matroshka dolls. Yes, uh, like yeah. nesting dolls of like spoons or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, whenever he's trying to get the wine then uh, this is whenever Katai Hoi walks in again being a scumbag again um, and um, Beggar So like, I, I guess recognizes him and, and knows that he's you know the guy that he's looking for 
uh, that the husband's looking for. Right. Um, and then we actually, I, I made a note, the next fight scene is actually kind of similar to the first fight scene with um, Simon Young in a similar role in uh, Snake in the Eagle Shadow, where he's like using the other guy's body to do the fighting. Yeah, like, there is a little bit of that. Yeah, and then he's also kind of using his uh, his his jug in a way that uh, they kind of explore some of that kind of choreography in uh, Drunken Master as well. Uh, but mm. this is, yeah, an incredible little routine. It's amazing, uh, even in just these tiny little moments of action that you wouldn't think would call for a whole lot of elaborate choreography. There's just so much detail going on in each of these sequences. Yeah, I really like where Beggar Souls it's it's almost like he's not even paying attention to Tai Hoi. He's just trying right. to get the jugs and Tai Hoi's trying to attack him and he's dodging everything while not even paying attention to him. That's mm. <laughs> great. Which again goes back to the the theme of if you train under Wong Fei Hung, you're better than everyone, even <laughs> if even if you're drunk, even if you're just messing with people. Right. And then I love at one point Ka Tai Hoi breaks one of the jars of wine. And the and beggar says, that wine never hurt you. <laughs> and he just starts drinking straight from the from the broken jug. Yeah, it's awesome. And then this is whenever the beggar so actually says, like, do you, like, you have, you at May, you have the the wife character. And then this is when Katoya continues the, 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 the spiral of lies, saying that his big brother, Butcher Wing, took away you at May. Oh, uh, so turns beggar so against butcher wing here we go it's... again more lies and then it cuts to that's right and then the next scene it cuts to katoya telling butcher wing that beggar so was trying to steal his wife as in trying to steal katai hoi's wife and none of that's true at all and it's just it's almost confusing like all the the, the webs of, of lies again it's kind of like you're saying like a like a crime drama, like all the lies upon lies. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's just set in this sort of like period tea house, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. He convinces Butcher Wing to pick a fight with the beggar whenever he comes in because Butcher Wing's just trying to be the big hero guy. Another, this is, is this the scene where he has the, like the cups of wine and he keeps stealing or is that, is that a later one? There's a little bit of switching around while he's fighting butcher wing where he'll just grab like a wine bottle off of somebody else's table yeah because there's they're smashing the whole place up yeah people kind of clear out uh pretty soon after they start fighting i always love that that's right because right whenever it begins they all just run out yeah that's the best it's like kind of like in a western it's like oh there's gonna be a gunfight so everybody just clears out the, the tea house fight is yeah a huge staple of like yeah hong kong you know, mm. cinema, even going and back this to the is, old black right. and white movies. Yep. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's a pretty cool fight with Fan Mei Sheng. Fan Mei Sheng, is that right? And Samo Hung. Yeah. And it's definitely, it's very, it's, it's really silly. A lot of, a lot of fart jokes. Um, there's the direction and like the cinematography in this movie is really incredible. Yeah. Like there's some really cool shots in this movie. Well, it's interesting. The uh, two people fighting. Yeah. There's a big difference going from the, um, this uh, seasonal films uh, production value to the Golden Harvest production value. So Snake and the mm. Eagle Shadow uh, could be seen as slightly more like independent movie. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, any of the Golden Harvest films, uh, it seems like they had better film stock and probably better cameras and focus pullers and that sort of thing. 
so yeah, it's pretty. It's really exacting all the uh, the cinematography and everything. Yeah, this sequence in the in the in the tea house is it, yeah just an amazing fight. I think um, it's really good. I really like at the beginning when uh, Butcher Wing is just kind of bracing himself, like, "Come on, give me your first shot," and <laughs> kind of uh, beggar so gives him a fake out, and then just launches him. <laughs> It's awesome. I love that punch. It's so good. I like when he rubs his belly and then bam, just right through the yeah. table. It's so good. And then that's whenever everyone clears out. And then there's there's this one really cool shot that is like it's just their hands because they're both doing like the crane style. Mm-hmm. So it's just both of their hands and like that, like, like um, you know, the crane where like all your fingers tips are touching. Right. And they're just like poking at each other and it's just their hands. It's such a neat shot. Yeah, yeah you definitely so see. Cool. It's cool um, how like Beggar so kind of mimics whatever he's doing. Like, oh, you're gonna use this style, I'll use this style too. And then he's basically even with him the whole time. And actually it's almost turned around where it's like, Okay, I'm using your style, but I'm actually doing better than you are. <laughs> right. Except for the That's... farting. There's also <laughs> farting. <laughs> there's lots of farting. Well and it, it's it's Don't another great example of just um what a what a performer Samo is. He's just mm-hmm. I don't know. He just has so much energy no, he in has. every sequence. It just a, it's kind of a thrill to watch. Mm-hmm. And he's like he's it's similar to uh, Jackie Chan and like the like the faces and like the right. like yeah. the crying face and everything. It's very similar. I'm definitely definitely interested to see the movies where they where they yeah. work like play against each well, other. Well, yeah, it's so cool because I mean they literally came up in the same school, you know, in mm-hmm. the same Peking Opera School. Uh, there's a term, the Seven Little Fortunes. The Seven which, Fortunes, which, yeah. Which doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't mean seven exactly, but it, it was just a term for kind of the group of the kind of stars of that school, and they would perform in these uh, different sort of like touring shows and stuff, doing like Peking Opera, and we actually have a few of the seven little fortunes in this movie. So Yun Biu, obviously, and Sammo, and then Yuan Mo, who plays the monkey guy with the pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wow. He was also one of their, you know, brothers, you could say. Um, so then um, at the end of the fight, Beggar So says that he thinks, based on what Butcher Wing says to him, that Butcher Wing stole his own brother's wife because Beggar So puts everything together before the the brother or butcher wing do <laughs> right so then it cuts to the husband sai sai kwong waiting in a building then beggar so comes in with butcher wing beggar so falls down uh passes out drunk and then butcher wing sees that it's the guy <laughs> that he beat up earlier <laughs> right. and then he passes out and falls on top of him <laughs> and sai kwong starts beating him up because he's like you <laughs> like you're the reason my wife's stolen yeah <laughs> but then this is whenever they um find out that they're brothers and kind of do a little a little like bonding realizing who they are and he's like oh hey you got fat <laughs> <laughs> right yeah they, they at least do try to acknowledge that it's like oh no i've got your picture right here is that really you mm-hmm. uh which maybe helps to kind of soften the ask here from the from the mm-hmm. filmmakers so then there's a quick scene where we see the wife you at may and the goddaughter is trying to help her escape. Um, but then Kao Tai Hui sees them and like does a slaps one of them pretty yeah, hard, which dude, is which is not super it's cool. Brutal. Dude is the worst. I can't get over how bad this guy is. He really sells yeah. that evil that oh, he's yeah. portraying in this movie. 
and then this is whenever uh beggar Sue and butcher wing do like their whole plan to ch- try to save um both the girls butcher wing comes in has beggar so all tied up and they do like a whole routine like oh yeah i, I, I fought him off and caught him and they take they take him out pretty fast actually in this <laughs> in this scene take a cat out pretty fast and then uh then they save the girls and uh and then, all right, this is the scene. Right, this is the scene whenever they, they go back to, I guess, I, I didn't really explain exactly where these places are. I guess this is the husband's house or something. Yeah, I think it's the husband's house. Although since they're out of town, it's, yeah, maybe it's um, a place they're renting. Maybe it's something. Butcher Wings or something. I don't know. But they go there and uh, this this is the scene whenever Beggar So keeps like stealing people's cups of wine and drinking oh, right. it. And, oh, okay. Right, right. During this scene is whenever we see Kautai Hoi like followed them back and like he the like cuts a little bit of, a little hole into like the paper and, windows. Yeah, the rice and, paper and, window. Yeah, and the the goddaughter like is keeps trying to explain who she is. And yeah, Samuel's kind of mansplaining all over. Yeah, all over the place <laughs> yeah kind of jumping, <laughs> kind of jumping all over everything, and then. <laughs> um, and then eventually the for or no Bayerso passes out. Yeah, he's and, I think he's there on the floor, yeah, drunk. Yeah, he's on the floor and it's just Butcher Wing and the goddaughter. Right. And they have a whole little back and forth, kind of some And this some, is like a classic like Wong Jing kind of comedy. Um and it's funny, it it feels yeah, to me like kind of out of place in these like period kung fu films. But mm-hmm. it's this it's like a style of like this weird sort of sexual tension, misunderstanding humor, mm-hmm. right? That he right. he really minds a lot um, in a lot of these kind of a lot more zany madcap movies in the like, I think late of 80s, like, early nineties. Yeah, like in Police Story with you know Jackie and his girlfriend on the bike, and you know she ends oh, up right. falling off the bike, stuff like that. Like this mm-hmm. kind of oops, I'm sorry, but it's like we have to hold each other. This kind of mm-hmm. awkward stuff going on. Yeah, totally. And he and he keeps like offering to like rub parts that hurt on her. And then <laughs> right. and then and then he's like, ah, actually, maybe maybe you should. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and then, the, in um, the dub, it's like, oh, the master didn't tell me how to massage that when he like touches by. Oh, he's gonna touch her chest. He's like, you better yeah. do that yourself. <laughs> right. And then and then this is whenever beggar so wakes back up and <laughs> um, Butcher Wing tries to cover up that the goddaughter's still there. But yeah, she's and, she's in the bed. At yeah, that she's point, in the bed, yeah. and he's like awkwardly trying to like um, keep her from like screaming or whatever. And then that's whenever he uh, says, "I'm gonna. How about we take? How about we go get a drink?" And beggar so of course is like, "Uh, yeah." And <laughs> they or he says, "Are you paying?" And yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay. Right. Um, and then there's a really, really uncomfortable scene. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, scene's so it messed is, up. It's harrowing. Cal Tai Hoi uh, uh, breaks in because now it's just the, the goddaughter. And he very much sexually assaults her. And it's really, really uncomfortable. And again, the whole whiplashing between super serious stuff and then silly madcap. And it's shot in this horrific way. He's, yeah. he's, it's like he's almost movie. like he's sort of choking you coming down in the camera. And not yeah, only is yeah. he sexually assaulting her, but he murders her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And eventually he gets her on the bed and he's trying to keep her quiet and covers her with a pillow and accidentally kills her. Yeah. And then whenever he sees it, she's dead. He runs away. 
So in the middle of this commotion, he loses his ring. And uh, mm-hmm. there's a passerby that overhears that. And actually, it's one of the guys that was playing chess in the beginning of the movie. So yeah. Oh, yeah, he, that's right. he ends up finding that ring. He's like the night ring. watchman or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he has the ring and he sees that it's got his name on it. So that'll come up a little bit later. Um, so then uh, after after all that, uh, the lights are turned off in the, in the house and Butcher Wing comes stumbling back. And whenever he gets back, he tries to lay in bed and then finds her body and but doesn't realize she's dead at first. Um, and and again, yeah, there's I, this a weird is, sort think, of like dark humor with that. Yeah, scene, the way they play yeah, it. yeah. Again, it's kind of almost feels a little tone deaf, mm-hmm. um, given given the situation. But um, whenever he finds it out, he um, I have written down in the dub, he says, Mamma Mia, she's dead. Oh, Yikes. my gosh. Mamma Mia, she's dead. Which I'm not sure if that was supposed to be a joke or if that was just not a great translation. But either way, it was kind of a I kind of laughed at that. And I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to laugh at that. Yeah, right. And then, of course, right whenever he's going to go get uh, go get a cop, then that's whenever Master Cow and Katai Hoi uh, break in and are like, "There's the man," and and Kai Hoi does the whole, "Oh no, she's dead. Mm. You definitely did this, and I definitely didn't do this." Yeah, man, what a scumbag! And then again, showing that everyone from the Wong Fei Hung school is better, he takes Katai Hoi hostage and like is like choking him as uh, Butcher Wing backs slowly out and, like, pushes them towards Master Cow and all of them. Right. It's, you get a great, you'll pay for this line from Master Cow mm-hmm, and right. everything. And initially, they're going to, all, like, the lackeys are going to chase after him, but then they say, no, we'll meet them at the Wong Fei Hung school. Like, yeah, like you're saying, Matthew, it's really tough to watch uh, this section of the film. Uh, yeah, really arrowing and really difficult. Um, but... Basically, your if you want to call it this, your reward for watching it is possibly, at least for me, one of the greatest kung fu fight oh, scenes yeah. I've ever seen. I was seen. just about to say this, and then this next scene, like there's like 40 minutes left of the movie, and the last 40 minutes are just incredible because it's like it it cuts out kind of a lot of the fat, and it's just a bunch of a bunch of amazing fight scenes one after the other after the yeah. other yeah it's like and the domino cool training montage and, and then yeah. another cool fight scene and oh, great it's great so can we talk about the five dragons a little bit because they're oh, yeah. a big huge part of this coming up so i it's like i said before like in the last episode we're talking about i mentioned superhero movies and these guys are straight up each one has their own special abilities and it's mm-hmm. always fun to see what your gimmick is going to be. So we've got <laughs> yeah. the cat claw guy. Yeah, it's like, it's like the Legion of Doom yeah. comes in at the very end. Well, cat, keep watching until anyone you see. We'll take the back. <laughs> we've got Master Cow with his cosmic palm stance, mm-hmm. and we've got yeah. the the fan yep. guy. Oh, yeah. Lam I love the cat character. guy. He's yeah. just meowing left, yeah, right, and center. They're so awesome. The monkey guy and Yeah, so the monkey guy's kind of like the monkey king, like Journey to the West. He's got his yeah, staff right. and yeah. Very Chinese. Oh I love these dudes. I love in any of these movies when you see these guys, you're like, 
oh, I can't wait to see what this guy's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and we get to see uh, Yoon Byu and um, uh, the other guy, Chat. Uh, Chat, yeah. Yeah, what was, yeah, Wei Pei or Wei Pai? Wei Pai. Yeah, and apparently at this point in time, um, they were sort of grooming him to be like a Jackie Chan style star. It never really happened oh. for him. Okay, but, and um, and Yun Biu in this movie plays Lung Fun, Lung Fun, and yeah, who he ends up playing he again ends up in playing Once Upon him. a Time in China. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really nice. So whenever they come back to the school, uh, they uh, they see the the school the sign for the uh, the one fake yeah, Wang. Why can't I say that? The Wang Fei Hung School. <laughs> And they take down the sign and hold it up. And Master Cow, like, they ask for Butcher Wing and they say he wasn't there because right. he's not. And then Master Cow just kicks the sign. And there's this great slow mo of like the splinters yeah. going everywhere. And, and then, then that's um, whenever the yeah. fight starts. The moment that we have to GIF is it's, uh, and you can tell it's a long lens that's zoomed in and it's zoomed in on Yoon Byu and he's. <laughs> After the sign is kicked, he's like, oh, basically you have to pay. And then it's this fast zoom out. And the next 10 seconds of action are just so incredible. Yeah. Uh, mm. When all four of these people are it's, in the frame at the same time, it's just, oh my, yeah. It's yeah. just dazzling. So we got oh the, yeah, gosh. monkey guy and the fan guy. And yeah, it's like four people just going at it. And the choreography is so great how they jump in between each other. I love it. And then, yeah, the only thing that, uh, depending on which version of the movie uh, you're watching, can be kind of distracting is, uh, and I know you mentioned this, Matthew, the sound effect they oh, use for man. the fans. For the fans. The fans. <laughs> the fans I think part of it is just so like, loud, right? It's really loud. Mm -hmm. But it's but it's still like the choreography is incredible. That's I mean that's Yu and Wu Ping's specialty is the the choreography. Yeah, and it's both. It's interesting with this movie. Like he and Sammo are kind of working together on the choreography. So even though you don't see Sammo in this scene, you know it's like those two choreography geniuses are kind of putting it all together. There's a great uh, line from the Bay Logan commentary when I was rewatching, and uh, he's saying. You know, this is a sequence that you would not be able to recreate for any money in the world. He said, there just aren't these performers anymore um, oh. where you'd be able to have this level of accuracy and these long takes. Uh, he said, you know, you could have a really interesting scene. You'd have to do it in a totally different way, though. Yeah, the t the takes are... Yeah, Lam Ching Ying, yeah. who uh, you might know as uh, Mr. Vampire. Uh. Um, anyways, he's, yeah, <laughs> all these performers are are so good oh, there's man. a couple really awesome shots like the foot slap yeah one of my favorites <laughs> yeah yeah, the, yeah. The fan like, comes down. yeah lung foon has the fan distracting he like he he steals the yeah. fan away and he has it out in front of his face and when he removes it his foot's just waiting there to slap him and there's a great slow-mo shot of him just getting slapped and then some <laughs> yeah. of these front kicks like that are just launching these guys across like 10 feet it's they're awesome yeah it's crazy and it's a a great balance of you end up you know uh like we said you start with all four kind of in frame and then you sort of go back and forth for a little bit then you end up spending kind of a long time with uh yun Biu and lam ching ying as they go inside the school and mm -hmm. that whole sequence is just amazing mm -hmm. and then you cut back to cut to the um, to the monkey yeah wei pei and the uh the and yun mo 
and all the stuff with the staff is so amazing. Then he oh, eventually man. gets the swords out and the staff. Yeah. And, and, and that's uh, cool because we haven't, so far we haven't seen too much like weapon work. And right. the Snake in the Shadow only has a little bit. So yeah. it's right, cool to right. see a little bit of that. And blocking those staff hits like with your forearms, like he's oh, blocking man. those sequence of hits. It's amazing. Like that's got to be rough. There's uh, one or two cool shots uh, in the Waipei and Yun Mo fight where it's clearly Yun Yun Biu doubling for uh, oh, uh, Wei Pei, yeah. Which is just it's it's nuts that through all of the incredible athleticism, even they still had doubles for some of the shots. Yeah, it's crazy, and especially somebody like Yun Biu, who's just he's kind of the double king. I mean, he has to do it mm. all the time. He doubles yeah. for Sam Samo a little bit in the final fight, um, mm. and I think for Lei Hoi San and a couple. I've of seen some too. movies where. I, I he doubles for Jackie occasionally. And too, I've actually seen, it's a Cynthia Rothrock movie where he actually doubles for her in a couple oh, of right. shots. <laughs> huh. <laughs> uh, and then there's one point where the guy who had the fans before um, gets like these elbow blades and yeah, very oh, cool. starts like sweet. It's very, like he, he really looks like a character out of Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. He's, he's yeah. very pale faced and everything. And he, yeah, he has a super pale face. It's really kind of creepy, actually. But uh, then um, we cut back over to Butcher Wing finally comes in, and Master Cow starts uh, fighting him and does the does the the cosmic palm down onto him. Yeah, but uh, um, just before that, you have a little yeah. bit of one on two fight with uh, with Master Cow. Yeah, oh, yeah with Master Cow. Gosh, it's so good, okay. so good. I could watch that over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing like the uh, he like gets the one person like pushing off to the side, and then they're like just trading blows, going back and forth between the two guys. And he has such an oh. interest, like his body movement is so interesting as he does this sort of like rock back and forth. And uh, also, we talked about the Golden Harvest camera operators, the way they mm-hmm. move like mm-hmm. oh yeah vertically like with the performers is just amazing. It's especially apparent in this scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. That's right. So then that's whenever Butcher Wing jumps in, and then he just gets immediately wrecked and then palmed on the ground. Yeah, he gets hit with the cosmic palm, which is crazy. And then uh, there's another great little fight where, like, he's almost, like, ragdolling all over the place while the other two guys are are trying to fight off Master Cow. Yeah, it's like a dessert because, like, you accepted that the fight scene is over, basically, and... Yeah, again, this movie just is working so hard in all of the action sequences. You easily could have just like found an excuse for those guys to run away or something, but the fact that you still have this interesting choreography, you know, with basically this incapacitated Sam Hung that you have to mm-hmm. throw around. Right. Wow. Right. And then they go, I guess, down to like a crypt or something um, because there's coffins everywhere. Yeah. Um, and they, and the, the two guys bring him to beggar. So who opens up his shirt and you see like that very clear palm imprint on right. his stomach. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he does this great little, almost like a hand dance on his belly to cure him from the, yeah, the yeah. wound of the cosmic palm. <laughs> yeah, some kind of <laughs> yeah. acupressures pop yeah, possibly something like or that. something. Yeah. Um, and then whenever they do it, he like spits up some blood and, and uh, but he's like, yeah, it'll be OK. Um, so then he wakes up the next day and he's in like this huge tub of, I guess, medicine or, or something. And that's whenever this is whenever um, Beggar So says basically, hey, like your, your fighting's pretty good, but you need some improvement. 
That's right. And he says, don't call me again. Another part of the movie where he says the beggar. So says, don't call me master. or I won't be your master, but you can call me big brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then wing says, right. but I already have a big brother. Um, <laughs> or in another version, he says, well, no, well, great. Now I have two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just shows you kind of how, uh, elastic the dialogue is. Um, Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times with the dub, they're just trying to uh, come up with phrases that match or that are close to the syllables of the Cantonese. Yeah, so their mouths don't completely mismatch. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's funny how wide ranging some of that is. Uh, and now we get a training montage. It's so funny we get a training montage and the movie's almost over. <laughs> I have a feeling that every I obviously I haven't seen enough to really tell us, but I'm pretty sure every kung fu movie training montage has bamboo just everywhere <laughs> right you gotta have ba- the bamboo there's bamboo like, and snake and the shadow and, but he does this he does oh there's this really cool part where uh busher wing has these sandbags on his on his wrists oh yeah and mm. and then has this huge bamboo stick on his arms and he keeps like bouncing them up and like bouncing on his back and swinging these huge sandbags everywhere yeah it's uh, awesome he and keeps then he, popping and then he breaks them up. the stick yeah. and and then once he gets uh comfortable enough he wants to test himself so he starts to attack beggar so yeah and that's always that's always great when it's like throw in a little bit of like mischievous fighting during the training yeah and for sure in that like when he starts to attack him you can see that the dude that's playing beggar so is a lot skinnier than the actor portraying him. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah um and then we get another i think you caught it before um martial arts bravado from a uh, quick scene with with master cow who tells the like the cat style oh, yeah, the, or the crazy yeah. cat. just called wild wild yeah. cat wild cat or something like that and he tells him to go after um, Butcher Wing. And, and he sort of meows and <laughs> Butcher Wing, you won't get away this time. Wildcat, no matter what, you bring him back to me, dead or alive. Yeah, he makes some, he makes some great cat noises. Um, and then uh, cuts back to them, and they're in that same crypt kind of area. There's like coffins everywhere. And Beggar So is like passing out because, you know, he's drunk and all that. Um, and you keep seeing something like popping up in the background. And of course, you're thinking, oh, that's the that's the wildcat guy. Like he's right. he's waiting mm-hmm. somewhere. And so Butcher Wings like slowly walks towards it. Um, and then you see it's just a cat. And this cat, this is kind of a mangy looking cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little um, skinny dude. But the, the cat, uh, you know, kind of like, oh, well, it was just a cat. And then this actually freaked me out the first time I saw it. There's it's a this scary really cool shot. shot. Yeah. Yeah, there's a cool, like, it's like a fisheye lens or something where mm-hmm. Wildcat just bursts out of this coffin and goes right towards the camera. Yeah. Uh, it's really weird. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely it's, something from... It's so from, abrupt. Yeah, you're not... Yeah, yeah, you thought the coast was clear for a second. And I really like how he's characterized. So it's not just that he's using the cat, like, claw stance. He's for real acting like a cat so like one of the first yeah. things he does is jump up onto a post and start scratching his own start leg scratching his leg yeah. yeah yeah so it's like another thing where it's like they're more than just martial artists they're like super villains you know it's really yeah cool. totally yeah like something out of there's Spider-Man this weird yeah. there's this weird bit that i think it might be um i don't know what it's called but it might be like a shot that was like reversed 
because it looks like the wildcat guy like rolls on the ground and then jumps straight up onto uh, yeah a yeah it's one like, of those reverse up. shots I definitely it's really think it's well reversed. really well done because it's pretty mm-hmm. really well done. pretty clean for a reverse shot mm-hmm. and especially like i i have trouble editing stuff nowadays when i can see everything <laughs> sure. and, like i can't imagine editing a movie with literal film everywhere well, and also it's like they would move so fast and you know, someone like Yun Wool Ping can like see that in their mind. And so they're planning the shots that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, and they are kind of plant it's somewhat subtle in this movie, but there is some undercranking going on, uh, in this film, uh, which is a technique that kind of runs rampant in the nineties, the sort of wire foo era. Mm-hmm. It's basically shooting at a lower frame rate, so that when you play back at 24 frames a second, it's just moving oh, a little a bit faster. faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can see that, and yeah, I don't know. So a yeah, there's shots. Yeah, there's definitely some undercranking going on here and mm-hmm. there, but uh, always pretty. I love always that. That's such an old school. That's such an old school kind of term, undercranking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and also in this fight, another thing I love is when the camera is just focused on their feet. Like oh, the man. the footwork between yeah. their playing, you know, with each other, it's it's really cool. The camera just focuses just on the lower halves of their body during the fight. And there's a really cool bit where uh, the wildcat is like on the ground, and Butcherwing is going after him, and he just starts like scooting on the back of his neck backwards. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And it's like that, like the physicality on this dude's insane. Yeah, he really makes you believe he's like possessed with some kind of feline mm-hmm. spirit. And that's and that's what I was thinking is with all of the like the reverse reverse acting, I guess. I think there's an actual name for it, but the reverse acting, it almost, it looks like stuff from like Evil Dead. Um, oh, like, sure. It yeah, looks totally. like, like actual demons and stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's kind of incredible. That's a good comparison. Um, but then uh, Butcherwing figures out that it's a cat, so the way that he can beat it is water. And so he splashes some water uh, onto the poles so that the wildcat starts like, um, can't climb up anymore and and then that's how he, he he finally defeats him wildcat's like going after uh butcher wing and almost gets him down uh beggar so stands up for like two seconds and then just punches this dude yeah which is he's just gone it's funny to me because in this fight and then in a later on fight the really the fatal hit is not by butcher wing but by beggar so so i almost feel yeah. like if it was like in a role-playing game like Butcher Wing did all the fighting, but he wouldn't get any experience points because <laughs> you didn't get any XP. He didn't, didn't do get the that kill. last hit in. Yeah. <laughs> um, Butcher Wing then says, "Like, hey, you, you gotta teach me that." Uh, at this point, he says that the the Iron Fist is all salt and vinegar, and so <laughs> right. the next scene, they um, he's doing some more training, and Beggar So comes in with some some pig trotters, like from the very beginning, and. He says to Butcher Wing that it's all basically. He says the same line again that right. it's all salt and vinegar because he's like has a big bottle of vinegar. And then there's a great flashback to like two minutes ago. Yeah, it's such a <laughs> short window for a flashback, but I <laughs> I still appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's, so it's then another he, great sort of like Wang Jing sort of misunderstanding style joke. Yeah, this is really good because he's thinking that he's gonna learn the Iron Fist, but. Beggar So just wants to eat some food. 
Yeah. So it even gets to the point where he thinks he's going to have to actually cut his hands off. <laughs> yeah, because he's saying he's describing stuff to do the pig trot. He's saying, like, you know, dip it in vinegar, cover it in salt, and then, like, chop it off, shave <laughs> right. all the hair yeah, off. Shave yeah. it and then and, cut it and he's getting ready to, like, chop off his fingers before he realizes, oh, no, no, I meant the I meant the pig, not your arms. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm just hungry. <laughs> After that, we cut to a uh, gambling den, and that's where we see the same the night watchman character and the chess game guy from before and he's playing with Tai hoy and Tai hoy or uh, the night watch guy walks up to Tai hoy afterwards and says like hey i have basically hey i have your ring i know what you did then basically just kind of threatens him kind of tries to extort him a little bit and this is one of my favorite cuts in the movie where Katoi Hoi says to the night watchman, yeah, we'll just, you know, go outside. I'll get you the money because I don't have the money on me. And they both walk towards the camera and it blacks out. But then whenever the camera comes back in, it's the night watchman like cowering in fear. And then Katoi Hoi is back to the camera right. walking up to him before he kills him. Yeah, which also was pretty brutal. You know, after yeah. the gags that we were just seeing with um, yeah, Butcher with Wing. Like, stuff, yeah, yeah. Then it just cuts to this next scene, and we're back to murder again. Back to murder. Back to murder again. Yeah, a lot of people die in the next uh, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like, it's so upsetting, but I suppose it's probably better for the movie overall to kind of keep that theme going if it is going to be important. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To kind of sort uh, of refresh that tone a little. So then the Night Watchman gets completely beaten uh just gets beaten to crap and uh crawls his way over to Sai Kwong and his and uh, his wife and like shows them the signet ring and says Katoi Hoi is the murderer and then Katoi comes in and actually kills the night watchman yeah yeah and so the web of lies are unraveling now everyone's finding out what the true horror is and then Katoi Hoi of course kills the the husband Sai Kwong and um, tells you and May to run away and explain it to um, Butcher Wing, and it's really again, tragic. Yeah, it is. You know, Man, like did you, did you, you kind see of see that coming at all with the with I, Brother Wing? I did not. I was really surprised. Yeah, me neither. The first first time watching that. Man. Yeah, it's 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 kind of rough. Like it's it's very again very back and forth on the uh, you know the what was the, on the mood. Yeah, movie. and you get. A lot of emotion out of Chang Kem, like playing Lam Sai Wong, Lam Sai Kwong here. Mm. Like, man, yeah, the husband. That the emotion that he shows in this scene is it's pretty heated. You know, like mm-hmm. you feel. I just felt so bad for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a bit of us seeing him in the last episode. You yeah. know, as kind of this <laughs> kind of goofy comic relief, and just just seeing the the consequence of him being in this movie it's like wow <laughs> what a turn right. but no i mean like you said he's just such a talented performer and yeah uh, i mean the acting chops of of these performers i think is extremely underrated i mean and sammo himself too is such an exceptional oh, yeah. actor but no because because then they run back and find saikong dead and it's it's a really long scene of the wife like screaming that he's dead yeah, and some yeah. like vowing revenge and looking at the ring and crying and and then 
it's it's almost funny how it cuts like he's like crying for revenge and then it cuts to Katoi Hoi just like laughing with all these women around him. Yeah. Um, he's right. like a like a private party on a boat no and, less. And then we see we see Butcher Wing holding what you said was like a spirit tablet or something like that. So it's called. Yeah, so it's we could uh liken it to I suppose like a gravestone, but yeah, they would also sort of call it a spirit tablet. There would often be like another kind of grave location, uh, sort of similar to maybe a Western burial, but there's a lot of belief around the spirit tablet. And it reminded me a lot of, and again, I'm a lot more familiar with like Japanese stuff than Chinese, but it's definitely, I mean, a lot of those religions kind of blend into each other, but the, but Shinto is very similar to that where like you have oh, sure. a, like a tablet that you burn incense to your ancestors and whenever people die, then you, you make a, a tablet like this. And it's kind of like a, a manifestation of, you know, like their, their spirit or something like that. Yeah. I think that's exactly how you would describe this. Um, I think there's, yeah, and I think it's a, a similar situation here. Cultures. But so Butcher Wing is holding his brother's uh, tablet yeah. and he says that he's there. And also there must be some significance to the, the headband that he's wearing. Uh, I didn't look into that. Yeah, I think that's part of, yeah, say like during during the funeral, I believe that's sort of like part of the um, the custom. Yeah, which kind of which kind of insinuates him. that they went to his brother's funeral and then he immediately went over to kill uh, yeah, yeah. Chow Tai Hoi. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I suppose so. And so he's just just beats the crap out of him. Yeah, he, um, he gets while really like one beaten. arms because he's holding the the spirit tablet. He knew, like throws him through like every wall in the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he tries to defend himself with a table, yeah. and then just punches straight through the table. So he basically ends up begging for his life, and he's asking for mercy. And oh, um, yeah. Butcher Wing says, "Okay, I won't kill you, but." He looks to that spirit tablet, and he actually uses that to kill uh, Tai Hoi. Yeah. yeah, he says, I won't kill you, but my brother will. And he uses the tablet and beats him with it. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Again, yeah, the wow. movie going like, whoa, that's kind of dark. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. it's really crazy. So it's not over, though, because then we cut it's not over yet, to Master, Master Cow. And- brother. Trouble's not over yet. Huh? So Master Cow's lost his goddaughter and his son now, and mm-hmm. it's just a huge misunderstanding. But yeah, he, totally. you know, his pride and you know his family. So he he has no choice, but he has to challenge Butcher yeah. Wing. Right. So he's waiting for him that's with, such a cool shot yeah it's a really cool like there's like a and jumping edited, zooming yeah shot. those yeah. those cut yeah those, yeah so the like, next cut zooms. the next scene oh, is they're having because they they broke uh wong fei hung's sign before and so now it's cutting to a big ceremony where they're going to replace the sign but then whenever they're getting close there's like these five shots in a row of getting closer of master cow waiting like the winds blowing it's almost john woo ish mm. like with the wind blowing and things right. flying around and yeah there's the paper money that they're burning for um yeah. for the spirit in the afterlife essentially yeah yeah and and katai hoy's tablet is is sitting on a table in front of the school and then this is whenever we get the the final fight between uh, master cow and butcher wing yeah, and this is 
it's such an it's such an interesting uh like story backdrop to the final fight uh not what we're used to because we usually like there's so much moral justification sort of for Mm -hmm. getting rid of that kind of big boss Mm -hmm. but yeah it's interesting it's none of this is really lamsai wing or master Kao's fault you know but yeah yeah they're both kind of just following the momentum of what's mm-hmm. what's happened. But this fight is just amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know, this might be one of the best stretches of film that like Samo has <laughs> ever performed, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get a bit of uh, changing styles. Uh, one of the ones that w- was interesting to me is Master Kao uses steel fingers. And, yeah. and this kind of ripped me back to high school because we had a friend alberto and i we had a friend that <laughs> just very randomly sometimes in the hallways he'd come by and he would just yell at a steel finger and he'd like jab us with his <laughs> oh, index no. finger and i i don't know where he got that from but i wonder if this was an influence because oh man i was like once i saw this in the movie i was like wait a second what so i had to text alberto I'm like dude do you remember this and he's like yeah so i was like I wonder if he really got that from this movie. I'll have to track him down and find out. It was great. (laughs) Uh, The fight goes on and there's, oh, that's right. There's one. Master Cow really, he gets kind of the the short end of the stick in this movie. Oh, Uh, gosh. He really, yeah. Because poor guy. I mean, he's the most sympathetic villain in like all of Kung Fu cinema, I think. Mm -hmm. None of this is his fault and everyone's been lying to him, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And you just, you, you kind of feel like if if it wasn't for all this misunderstanding that he would be a hero yeah totally yeah like in a different in a different movie where his son like he would he would be basically fighting against his son instead right. of his son causing himself and uh loved ones to get killed and stuff right yeah he's but definitely shown to and, be like this honorable man yeah it's definitely a lot more honor than his son does uh, and then there's um, one part where actually Butcher, I have Butcher Wing plays dirty and uses Tao Hoi's tablet and defends himself. Yeah, and, yeah, and so Ka- and disrespectful. Master Kao doesn't hit him. Yeah. Super disrespectful. And uh, and then Master Kao it. accidentally breaks it at one point, and it's right. like, oh geez. I this love poor guy. Uh, uh, Lei Hoi San's performance when the spirit tablet is broken. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's just incredible acting and these guys have to fit in these like, um, you know, heavy emotional responses, you know, in a few seconds in between, you know, punches and kicks. It's mm-hmm. man, this is crazy. Oh yeah. And there's one cool bit where beggar. So of course is just kind of like lazing around cause he's drunk. But at one point butcher wing like jumps over him and master cow is going with the cosmic palm again. And then beggar. So does a palm right back at him. And then they like hit each other and like, if it was Dragon Ball Z, it would cause like a huge explosion that would destroy the city kind yeah. of thing. Where like they <laughs> right. hit each other and then There'd fly be a backwards. shockwave. Yeah, and, yeah. and I, like, it was like I was saying before, that's what I was referring to. Where it's like, if it weren't for his interference, you don't really know mm-hmm. if he, if Butcher Wing would have won the match. Because, you know, Master Cow's going at it with all these styles. And I also like all these different styles he's using. He has like this wavy arm tidal wave style. Yeah that i've never seen before like there's a lot of cool stuff but yeah so um beggar so counters his cosmic palm and he survives the attack but after that um master Kao can't use his cosmic palm so 
he's right, really they sort of cancel each other out or something. yeah he's at a disadvantage after that point and that's a big huge turn in that uh battle and that's yeah, whenever totally. butcher wing finally finishes him off with this punch that's just oh man yeah that's the other thing i love too about samuel hung like you know when he when he does these punches like and they emphasize it with the camera work here but you just see this super strong fist like you know if you could see like his fighting spirit it would be the size of a, a boulder that punch yeah 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 it's one of those like you can almost it's like you could see like a like a silhouette of like a bear or something yeah. where he punches like it's, totally. it's it's incredible like again if it was like a fighting game or something that's what it would it would be so then he he defeats him and uh, then sees Wong Fei Hung walking up and so he rushes over to grab the sign and put it up. And then we get one last whiplash joke at the very end. <laughs> yes. uh, whenever Wong Fei Hung looks up at the new sign and it's upside down. Right. Yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah, and, and also it's frame. clear that, yeah, like uh, Master Kyle's character is going to live and Wong Fei Hung a- yeah. asks his students to help him and take him to the school for, mm. for healing. And it's just, it's funny because whenever I first saw it, the way it was shot, I figured that it was upside down, but I wasn't really paying attention to what the sign <laughs> sure. looked like before. So I was like, I, I guess right. it was upside down. <laughs> and then it, it freeze frames right before Wong Fei Hung goes to hit him. Just like <laughs> a sitcom. It's totally like a yeah, sitcom. It, yeah, it's like, it's like Three's Company ending after this horrible uh, assaults and murders and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so... So I uh, I enjoy the movie. There's some insane fight scenes like that. The honestly, the I kind of just for creativity, I kind of like the calligraphy fight near the beginning. Like that's probably my favorite fight in the, in the oh, movie. Yeah, that's so amazing. Just because wow. it's so like it's so incredibly well shot, and you could watch just that and completely get what the fighting in the movie is all about. Like you right. wouldn't have to watch anything else. You could just watch that. Yeah, and, and I I mentioned kind of the thesis. Yeah, at the beginning I mentioned that I had only seen parts of that movie of this movie before and that was definitely one of the scenes that I'd seen over the years that it's like this is such an iconic fight scene like you have to watch it. And it was a great way to uh to really make the most of Quantaking like coming back to this role, you know. Uh it's such a showcase and he comes off looking just like such a superhero like you guys are saying. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But it's cool because he's like a retired superhero. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Because he's like, he's, he seems like obviously he's still incredibly capable, but his, like his, his biggest days are behind him and now he's teaching. And yeah, that's why it's, it sort of works that he leaves us for most of the movie because that scene so demonstrates his power um, really. And also just his, uh, his wisdom and sort of his enlightenment, the way mm-hmm. he handles Master Kyle's, Master Kyle's threats and everything. Yeah, I, um, I was definitely fine with it because, yeah, he got his stamp and you you really get everything you need out of his character in that scene. And then, yeah, for him to be gone, the rest of the movie is okay. And, yeah, my real takeaway from this movie was the amazing fight scenes. Like, the kind of jumping back and forth between comedy and drama, like, some of it is kind of jarring, but... I really yeah. think that the fighting in this movie really makes up for all of that. Oh, yeah. No, I think as like a package, I kind of like Snake and the Eagle Shadow more. Like I'd be more likely to yeah, show it was, that it's movie. It's a very special movie. And 
like I said last time, it was the perfect movie to start this off because it it mm-hmm. has everything. And this one definitely has a lot of that spirit, but it misses the oh, mark yeah. in some spaces. But the fighting and the choreography is top notch, like spot on. Sam Hung's incredible. Yeah, I almost yeah, wish that I, I'd see more of Yoon Byu because he's amazing. But yeah, he gets a lot of great scenes too. Yeah, totally. Well, and it's interesting. Um, in this, in the sea of kung fu films that, uh, followed <laughs> Snake and Eagle Shadow and Drunken Master. There were so many imitators, but there's really no film that goes for this tone. And maybe it's mm-hmm. not successful at the end of the day. Uh, mm-hmm. Like we're all saying, it is extremely jarring when you get to uh, some of these horrific scenes and you're not prepared for the tragedy that is in this movie. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, kind of taking the long view, especially, uh, especially when looking at sort of the breadth of all the movies of this period, it's pretty bold that anything like this was attempted. And there's, it's, yeah, a lot of it ends up being uneven, but there's some incredible acting that happens, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just because the emotional stakes are so high. And yeah, luckily it's contrasted by such incredible choreography. And it's a period in time that, can't be recreated kind of like bay logan said uh Mm -hmm. you know you have these incredible performers the choreography is at such a high level the camera operating is at such a high level um and there's just so much of it frankly yeah Um, oh yeah there's so many just amazing shots in this movie i'm definitely looking forward to making some some gifts Oh, and we, yeah, absolutely. One thing that we'll have to gift that we didn't touch on in the last fight, there's a tiny little uh, section um, when they, uh, uh, when Samuel gets near this like open flame. Um, oh, right. He and, lands on the flame. Yeah. And there's this shot where he gets on fire and then sort of douses the fire out in this water bucket all in one shot. And it's yeah. pretty amazing. And then he's fighting and defending himself with this yeah. like pot lid. It's a lot of stuff that we would probably call Jackie Chan style choreography. Oh, but yeah. I think it's important to remember at this point in time, Jackie Chan didn't have the light, you know, he didn't yeah. have the copyright on That's that. That's a really good point. Yu and yeah. Wu-Ping, Wu-Ping choreography was Jackie Chan choreography at the time. Well, yeah, I mean, they're all kind of working together. And especially like mm-hmm. Sammo and Jackie, uh, you know, I mean, they grew up together. They cut their teeth together. And mm-hmm. Sammo ends up, you know, uh, directing jackie and working on some choreography and some of his mm-hmm. kind of big period movies you know a mr nice guy is directed by samo and mm-hmm. samo's you know doing most of the choreography there uh yeah it's just great to it's a wonderful snapshot i think uh this film i agree yet yeah, it's mm-hmm. not uh is maybe uneven's the best way to describe yeah it. indefensible as snake in the eagle's shadow um mm-hmm. but yeah pretty legendary piece of cinema yeah uh, it's great oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely a good good pick, and I definitely look forward to seeing what you pick for next time. So, Marty, I know you mentioned last time uh, a bit on how we can track this the the last movie down. Do you know if there's any way to uh, watch? Oh, this? yeah, good call. Yeah, so uh, this is an interesting one. Twentieth um, Century Fox actually released a DVD of Magnificent Butcher in the early two thousands. Uh, they got they had access to a few uh, fortune star films uh 
Knockabout is a, another one, uh, which is a great Sammo Hung directed film uh, starring Yoon Byu. Uh, there are a few others. So you might be able to track down that Fox DVD uh, from Magnificent Butcher. I don't know how available it would be, but I couldn't recommend highly enough uh, the Hong Kong Legends version, which is a PAL disc. Uh, all the Hong Kong Legends DVDs were uh, made in the UK. Mm. But the supplementary materials, uh, the commentary, it's all stellar and uh, top-notch. But the problem you will have when watching PAL DVDs uh, in an NTSC zone, like uh, America like or Japan, America is they're going to play slightly fast. Yeah, the speed. That's right, because they're at like 25 frames a second. Yeah, exactly. So it ends up sounding like a half step higher, all the audio, and Mm -hmm. moving quite a bit faster. It's not as as much of a deal breaker, I think, with this film. I think with some of the early 90s kung fu films where the undercranking got to be a little bit more dramatic, I think sometimes that PAL speed up is is almost a little too much to handle. But (laughs) yeah, if you can track down the Hong Kong Legends, uh, DVD, I would say, or the the uh, USA uh, Fox DVD, which has this uh, like orange cover and a shot of Samo during the uh, the training. I was reading a, in a few places where it sounded like Fox released a Blu-ray, but I don't know if that was legit or if that was a, a bootleg. I think there's also a Blu-ray you could import um, from Japan, I believe. It's too bad that they haven't tapped into some type of streaming uh, service for this. Just for Hong Kong. Yeah, movies. this genre. That yeah, that's be such a good so point. Good. We're seeing more and more stuff on Netflix, but it tends to be newer movies and then kind of an interesting selection of stuff. Yeah, but, there's a lot of kind of random old um, like Shaw Brothers movies that are on Netflix. And yeah, yeah. and on Amazon too. Picture. And they're kind of like the aspect ratio will be weird or you know it's like just like here you go whatever like just take it which i think some of that's just kind of the nature of taking movies not only that are from the 60s and 70s but are also from a completely different part of the world Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right yeah and the rights get to be sort of confusing and you know Mm -hmm. a few of these companies uh you know fortune star uh had distribution rights for most of the Golden Harvest movies, I think. And then uh, was it Celestial Films that had the Shaw Brothers movies? Well, like in the early 2000s, a lot of these companies did, you know, spend quite a lot of money on making these DVD transfers. Mm. But the market somewhat dried up after that. So there have been very few HD masters of uh, of these classics, which is a real shame. Yeah, it's a real shame. That's too bad. And unfortunately, a lot of these, you know, these film materials aren't always being preserved. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough uh, it's a tough situation. So, but yeah, definitely, definitely, if at all uh, possible, please, yeah, do consider. Um, buying a copy of the of the movie if you can and of course that because of all the confusing rights a lot of these movies are just on youtube and no one cares yeah it's kind of totally kind of sad in a lot of ways well anyways thank you so much for listening thanks you for sticking with us this is oh it's been a little bit a long one this is a long Uh, one a lot yeah (laughs) had a little more to talk about than i was expecting Uh, but definitely yeah when you mix the comedy with murder and drama Yeah, Yeah, that's right. You get two movies in one. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah, you get a super, super dark 
drama and also a super silly almost slapstick comedy right <laughs> just slammed into one you get a butcher but it's magnificent yeah. <laughs> beautiful like all right well uh i look forward to what we'll have next week and until then i'm matthew i'm marty i'm carlos and we are the heroes three remember your training <laughs>